BloggingTheRedSox.com podcast. I am your host, Brendan Campbell, and today is January 15th, 2021. And today, it's officially episode one of Pieing the Red Sox. So thank you to those who tuned into the trailer last week, but it's officially time to go now. But unfortunately, I will be by myself today. So another solo podcast for you on this fine Friday. So, in the world of the Red Sox, there's been a lot going on. Well, depends on how you describe a lot, because obviously they haven't done much, but there have been plenty of rumors circulating these past few days. And uh, I'd first like to start with uh, one, Andrew Benintendi. As of now, a Red Sox outfielder. As of uh, Sunday night, Monday morning, might not be. And if you've been paying attention, there's been a lot of rumors surrounding the 26-year-old outfielder just since uh, Tuesday. We have um, multiple reports talking about, like, MLB.com's Mark Feinstein saying that he was told that a rival executive would be shocked if Benintendi wasn't traded by by the end of this coming weekend. And then you have the Boston Sports Journal, Sean McAdam, citing a source saying that a Benintendi deal could happen soon. And uh, the Pirates, Athletics, Astros, and Rangers have all checked in with the Red Sox regarding Benintendi. And then you have WEI's Rod Bradford talking about how the Rangers are not actually involved in Benintendi talks, but an unnamed American League team, maybe even a mystery team, has had even deeper conversations with Boston. And um, the Red Sox could be seeking either young pitching or outfield help in return, any potential Benintendi trade. And then Boston Globe's Alex Spear wrote Tuesday that one team has discussed trading big league pitching depth for Benintendi. And he notes that in this scenario, the Red Sox could pursue a free agent outfielder to fill the hole left by uh, Benintendi, which would be like, uh, just to throw out a few names, like Marcelo Zuna, Michael Brantley, Yasiel Puig, Jock Peterson. I'm sure there's some others that uh, could be possibilities to fill that hole. And um, my take on this whole situation is I wouldn't be a huge fan of trading Benintendi at this moment because, for one, his trade value is at an all-time low given how um, dismal his 2020 season was, how short it was after he went down with a rib injury. And I just think still at 26, he has a lot of potential. He's only a few years removed from like nearly an all-star season. Made a big impact in the playoffs. The last time the Red Sox were in the playoffs, which you, which you saw in Houston and in Boston in the World Series. Um, and I just think there's a lot of risk if they trade him. They've probably seen this take already, but you heard this take already. But if they do trade him, there's a chance that the team they trade him to is able to perhaps unlock his potential. He becomes the star he's projected to be since uh, becoming a first-round draft pick in the 2015 amateur draft out of the University of Arkansas. Moving on to other rumors, we have a pair of veteran infielders being linked to the Red Sox. Uh, First, starting with DJ LeMayhew, who the Red Sox are obviously quite familiar with, given 
Um, his past, he spent the past two seasons with the Yankees, has been quite good in those two seasons. Um, but according to Yahoo Sports' Tim Brown, uh, the veteran infielder has grown frustrated with New York during free agency. Um, he's like, feels dismayed or like uh, he feels uh, you know, disappointed <laughs> that uh, they're not offering what he thinks he's worth. So apparently LeMahieu is reportedly seeking more than Josh Donaldson's four-year $92 million deal with the Minnesota, t- Minnesota Twins or a deal that's at least on par with uh, J.D. Martinez's five-year $110 million contract with the Red Sox. So this goes all back to the fact that at the start of the offseason, the Red Sox were one of the teams that uh, checked in on LeMahieu because, um, as you might be aware, they have a glaring hole to fill at second base. Red Sox second basemen uh, were among the worst uh, producers in the American League last year in terms of like OPS, uh, weighted runs created plus, other metrics such as those. And um, as of now, there's not a lot of options on the roster that instill confidence that could play the play the position on an everyday basis. You have the likes of uh, Christian Arroyo, Michael Chavis, and uh, Jonathan Arauz. But again, they might be looking for a veteran to fill that role. And that brings us to Marcus Semien, uh, formerly of the Oakland Athletics, currently a free agent. And according to the Athletics' Jim Bowden, the Sox are among a handful of teams that have been negotiations with the 30-year-old. And uh, one connection they do have with Semien is the fact that uh, the club's amateur scouting director, Paul Taboni, um, was roommates with him at the University of California, Berkeley. And um, the plan would be, at least according to uh, Peter Gammons of The Athletic, would be uh, for Semien to play second base if he were to sign with the Red Sox. The Red Sox like him at that position. But um, at least at the time of Gammons' tweet uh, last month, he said they like him, but they don't know how much money it's going to take to sign him. But perhaps that's coming more into the picture now that uh, spring training is drawing closer. Uh, speaking of spring training, or Florida, I guess, we had uh, Corey Kluber, two-time Cy Young Award winner, throw, throw for approximately 25 teams in Palm Beach Gardens on Wednesday. And in a 30-pitch bullpen session, he looked pretty impressive, according to multiple reports. So much so that uh, ESPN's Buster Olney tweeted earlier Thursday that um, Kluber could sign with the team by the end of this weekend. Um, he hasn't pitched much the last two years due to a multitude of injuries, but he, uh, like I said, is a two-time Cy Young Award winner. When healthy, he's proven to be one of the best pitchers in the American League, went with the Cleveland Indians. And uh, one advantage the Red Sox could have over other teams in this scenario is the fact that Kluber makes his offseason home in Winchester, Mass, because that's where his wife, Amanda, is from. Um, outside of that, really haven't heard much about uh, Red Sox addressing their pitching needs. I mean, they've been linked to Jake Odorizzi, which is understandable given the fact that Odorizzi uh, was once a member of the Rays, along with uh, Red Sox Chief Baseball Officer Heim Bloom. But outside of that, really haven't heard much. I mean, they've somewhat addressed it already by signing Matt and Dreesy, another former Ray. But obviously, more needs to be done in that regard. Moving on to some more like recent news, 
I don't know if anyone watched MLB Network's top 10 center fielders on Wednesday night, but somehow Alex Verdugo is apparently the fourth best center fielder in baseball heading into the 2020, heading into the 2021 season, despite the fact that he only played eight innings or one game at that position last year. And he, he was fine in that one game, which came against the Marlins. But I, I found it pretty interesting given the fact um, I think they take into consideration the fact that he played that position quite a bit while with the Dodgers in 2018 and 2019, as well as the fact that he appears to be like, I don't, want, I don't know if you want to call it the hair parent, but he's kind of like, he could be the hair parent to Jackie Bradley Jr. at the Red Sox. Do not bring Bradley Jr. back. Looking ahead to uh, another interesting piece here. Uh, Francisco Lindor, who was traded from the Indians to the Mets on Thursday had his introductory press conference or a Zoom conference, I guess you want to call it because of COVID um, earlier this week. And one aspect I found interesting of that, which he spent like about 40, 40 minutes talking to reporters. But then after he was on a local TV in New York, he was talking about growing up in Puerto Rico. And one thing he mentioned was the fact that he used to watch the Red Sox a lot while uh, growing up on the island. And that was because uh, he wanted to kind of like get back or like he said, serve as like a rebuttal to all the Yankees fans on the island. So he decided to uh, roll with the Red Sox. And on top of that, it's like it's already well known. Lindor is uh, very close with Red Sox manager Alex Cora, who's also from uh, Puerto Rico, Caguas, to be more specific. And um I don't know. This sounds insensitive, and I apologize if it does, but I think as long as Cora is manager of the Red Sox, I'm going to link every Puerto Rican player on the trade block or in free agency to the Red Sox because uh, that just seems like that seems like a legitimate possibility. Like going back to the outfield possibilities, Eddie Rosario, formerly of the Minnesota Twins, is also from Puerto Rico, and I can say the Red Sox are definitely interested in him, or at least Cora is. Uh, speaking of uh, Caribbean baseball, the international signing period opens on Friday. So far, we already have a pretty good idea. The Red Sox are going to sign three highly touted young prospects with two out of the Dominican, one out of Venezuela. The two Dominicans being uh, outfielder Miguel Blaise and uh, shortstop Luis Ravelo, and uh, the Venezuelan being catcher Ender Solero. Uh, there's more, but those three seem to stand out among this potential class. In addition to the international signing period opening on Friday, um, this weekend is uh, Martin Luther King weekend, as you probably already know. And it likely would have been the weekend for uh, the Red Sox winter weekend event at MGM Springfield. But that obviously is, obviously is not happening this year because of the ongoing pandemic. So... Yeah, just pour one out for the pour one out for a winter weekend. That's already always a good event. Fun times, fun times. Anyway, I apologize for being for doing another solo podcast today. Hopefully, we can get some guests or like some like uh, co-host action. <clears throat> Not like a full-time co-host, just someone to converse with. So you know, it's a little more engaging, a little more. A little more listenable, if that makes sense. But thank you for tuning in. We will see you next time.